This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We're absolutely thrilled today to be joined by Will Landry. Will's the Senior Vice President, Chief Information Officer at the Health System, the Franciscan Missionaries of Our Lady Health System uh, in Baton Rouge. He's also a proud LSU graduate. We'll also, if I get a chance, talk to him about what's going on with the football program and how that looks. Magnificent SEC school. Will, take a moment and tell us a little bit about yourself and about the Franciscan Missionaries. Hey, thanks, Scott. Um, uh, Yeah, Franciscan Mission of Our Lady Health System is a Catholic health system based in Baton Rouge. We have uh, 10 hospitals in the Louisiana and Mississippi markets, and we also have over 200 clinics in Louisiana and Mississippi as well. We serve uh, five different uh, markets in those those areas. And, And talk about your background some. You've also spent time at Blue Cross. You've done a great work across healthcare. Talk a bit about yourself, Will. Yeah, sure. So I've yeah I've been at uh, at FMLHS for the last four a um, little over four years. Prior to that, I was Lafayette General Health in Lafayette, Louisiana, for um, for four and a half years as a as a over information technology. Uh, I also responsible for the telehealth program at that time. I spent uh, a couple of years at Blue Cross Blue Shield Louisiana as a director of infrastructure and was responsible for some data center migrations. And then before that, I was I started my career in healthcare at Enterprise Healthcare with Amedesis, which is a large home healthcare and hospice provider. Um, and I started I started there as the as a network operations manager. Thank you. When you look at technology today, I'm going to ask you the difficult question, which is: There's so many different technologies out there. You can't say anything negative about a specific type of technology, at least not the particular product name because we don't want to get sued, neither you or I want to get sued, but <laughs> are there technologies that you love? And here you're free to name names. Uh, I don't care if they're sponsored, advertised or not, I just don't care. Are there technologies that you're putting to use there that you're thrilled with so far or that you think really make a difference? Any thoughts there on, on what you're excited about from a technology perspective? Um, I would say we are really excited about our, you know, our our EMR partner. Can what, what? Can I say the names or not say the names? We, absolutely. Okay, so we were really we 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 we're, we're thrilled and and have a have had a lot of good experience with our EMR partner, which is Epic, and the things that they're bringing to the 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 what they bring to from a clinical perspective and what they're bringing with new technology, whether it's artificial intelligence and automation. And there's been a lot of improvements there too. We're also very um, excited to be working with Microsoft on their new Copilot um, products um, and testing from uh, from an artificial for the generative AI uh, artificial intelligence pieces and and working with the open AI services that they're using in, in Azure as well. So we have started using uh, all those products in the last few months and seeing some really interesting results in our initial testing. And we have some uh, areas that we're already using in production. 
Well, that's fantastic. When you look at 2024, what are the big priorities and, and what are you most excited about for next year? So the, yeah, so for next year, the things that I'm most excited about are what are our, our three areas of our, our, our big focuses right now is consumer experience. And we're looking at it like it's not just consumers as we think of patients, but everybody that consumes our digital products or our, our systems. So our patients, our clinicians, our providers, our back office users, our shared services users, everybody. Like our goal, you know, there's been a huge goal in 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 healthcare to reduce the number of clicks for providers. We want to reduce the number of clicks for everybody and improve the experience and stop making technology and and a roadblock in a lot of cases and actually start leveraging the technology to make things more efficient and effective for our users and stop making technology stop being so aware of technology in the middle of your workspace where it's just kind of more augmented and assisting in in what we do on a daily basis. The second um the second area where we're really excited about and working towards for this year is artificial intelligence and automation. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a we have six or seven different specific workflows or work areas that we're doing within our organization right now, whether it's clinical, whether it's back office improvements, whether it's revenue cycle improvements, we're piloting and trialing a, a different in different areas right now, which I think we're really excited about, uh, about improvements in those areas and what it can do to help, help our staff be more efficient and effective. And at the end of the day, that helps us improve the quality of care that we provide to our patients. And then the last is, I kind of mentioned this in the automation, is our rev cycle optimization. We are very committed from a digital perspective and from an operations perspective on improving our rev cycle operations and optimizing our current workflows, optimizing the tools and technology that we use as we continue to improve that in the organization. Ways, in a lot of ways, revenue cycle can't be understated because the old concept of you know no mission without margin, without cash flow coming in, you can't run the health system. Any specific thoughts on what you're doing on the rev cycle side that, that your team is excited about and, and and embracing? Great question. We there's a there's two things that I'll, that I'll specifically mention is you know looking at improvements in technologies and systems for claims management and denials management and automating the management of denials management. Um, we we we're We've been working with a couple companies on some bots and and looking at some new generative AI tools to be able to assist with that. That's been really interesting. Uh, we've seen some really positive results, and all also assistance in in uh, in coding in CDI on the provider side and on the HIM side to assist with coding and auto and automating and improving our coding because we know that um, you know we we do our providers do a really good job of coding and but we also we want to streamline it and make it easier for them to do it um, as well as they're doing it now and not have to spend as much time as they're doing it on. So it's it, trying to make that more efficient and effective as well. Fantastic. And, and take a second. You've had a great career in healthcare that strikes me that you've loved and love doing what you're doing. Talk a little bit about what advice you would give to emerging leaders, either in technology or not, or emerging career people about having a, uh, an impactful and, and career that you love? Right. I, my, my advice for those, for those evolve, or emerging leaders, I've, I've got a couple items. So I would take calculated risks and keep iterating and innovating. Um, failure can be a positive result. And you learn from that and make sure that you learn from your failures. I think it's very important that 
we don't just dismiss failures and don't take anything from it. They can be almost just as valuable as, as what we consider successes. And it's, we will, in many cases as leaders, we fail sometimes, sometimes we fail more often than we succeed and we've got to take value in that. Uh, and the other item is that a solution product or project does not have to be perfect because ultimately it will be replaced. And I think that's a very important for all, all, all leaders to remember that the, like they, we might be make, working on a million dollar project, hundred thousand dollar projects, hundred million dollar projects. At some point it's going to be replaced. It doesn't have to be perfect. What it does have to do is provide value. And that's, that's what's key. And I think a lot of times we as leaders are, you know, we, you know, we let perfect be the enemy of great. And we've, we've got to remember that it's about the value that we're providing the business and not the perfection in the product. But, but this is so important. I mean, it's got to be competent enough that people won't be turned off by whatever new technology you're using. But we all know that any technology to be good is going to, have to be constantly improved and attended yes. to. So, so you have to get it out and get it started to see if the, the, the people that use it actually want to use it. And it's this, it's this great concept because it's never going to be perfect. Every technology is a lifelong journey to improve. It's one of the reasons why we love Apple, Microsoft, because they're constantly improving every single day. And Epic, the same thing that you mentioned, they constantly have to improve. It's not standing still, but it's got to be good enough to get started. But it, it's never going to be perfect. So right. to try and get it to perfect on day one misses the point entirely, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's not because honestly, Scott, it's not about the thing. It's usually not about the thing you're trying to do right now. It's about the thing you're trying to do five steps from now or five years from now. And to get there, you have to make those steps. And the faster that you can implement and iterate, the better, because you can, you have the experience and you have the knowledge of using those of the systems or whatever task or whatever step you did at the beginning um, the faster you can get to the end goal, the end goal is constantly changing too, because like I said earlier, like everything is ultimately replaced at some time, at some point. So the the experience and the failures are sometimes just as valuable as the wins and successes. No, I, I think that's just a wonderful perspective. And I think it's completely just 100% right on. Will, anything else you'd like to share with listeners today? We're so thankful for you joining us. Anything else that's top of mind you'd like to share with listeners today? Yeah, I think one of the things I, I forgot to mention earlier about things that we're proud of in the last like six to 18 months, you know, we, we, we've been very focused on, on the expansion of our digital transformation, you know, with, within, within FMLHS and within our community. We've, you know, we've done a lot of great things as far as expanding our digital products, whether it's been Epic or our ERP replacements. Um, a lot of our tool sets. And then we're also, we've, we've done a lot with Community Connect and imp implementing our EMR at other independent sites within Louisiana and Mississippi. And um, it's, it's, that's part of our mission is to be able to help the, those who, those are, who are in most need of to being served. And that's, that's part of why we do that. We're really excited about continuing to Im improve our system. So we're improving the experience and the quality of care that we're delivering to our communities. Will, thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Remarkable career, remarkable what you do. Thank you so much for joining us. I love your insights. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched My BHC. 
It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.